Cortland Sutton is number 11 on my list. I am at 14. The reason why he's so... on my list. Okay, well, the re... Shock. Oh, well, well, I mean, a couple guys had to get moved down for fucking Mike yeah, Thomas. and make fucking Devontae way. Roll out there like the fucking make way for Mike Thomas. For Mike Thomas. I know I got another guy on this list, too, that is not on either of your guys' so, lists. I know. I don't I'm know just waiting for here. it. So who, I'm just waiting for it. Number 11, I have... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the third episode of the Fantasy Buds podcast. It is August 7th, 2022. I am your host, Brian Gold. I'm Tim Stewart. And this is Mark E. Welcome to the Buds today. Fantastic. I love your hat, man. Thanks, man. You know, this hat's kind of become an essential for me. I like that shirt, too. Yeah, I'm repping Colorado. Yeah, in a really good way, too. If anybody's wondering, they should definitely go visit that place. Lots of weed. I'm definitely dying to go visit someday out there. But anyway, let's visit our wide receiver rankings today. I have a top 15 list. I don't know about you guys. Okay, I I did a 12 because that's what we did for the running backs. But, I mean, there's a couple guys I just left off that I could probably chime in on. You're fucking so, awful. Just go fuck yourself, dude. You know what? I'll, I'll just go die then. All right, so I think I have a pretty good idea to who our wide receiver one is. And I'm going to say... Uh, Cooper Cup. I feel like Tim's is different. It is. I swear to God, Tim, who the fuck is it? Justin Jefferson. Okay, that's. I mean, I can understand that. Tell, I can see tell that. us I why. Do have Cooper Cup at two. Tell us why, because I feel like um, I kind of. It's mainly because of what the head coaching change, and also with the fact that they pretty much came out and said that they want to be more of a pass, more balanced offense rather than a run-heavy offense. Plus, with what Justin Jefferson did last season, I'm pretty sure you even said it before too. It's a lot easier for a wide receiver to repeat the same production rather than a running back or any other position. Yeah, but I the reason why Cooper Cup's number one is I am, like I, I said before, it's easier to repeat that kind right. of production. I think Cooper Cup, if you even take away 20 targets, 25, maybe 30, a few touchdowns and 200 yards, he's still probably the wide receiver one. On 191 targets. That is fucking season. ridiculous. He could still have 150. You're right. Which is but there's ridiculous. One problem. What's that? Matt Stafford's elbow. Because I, now that it's coming out that he's starting to have issues with it. Right now, if you look at it with everybody's like top, say the top three is pretty much solidified. Right now, Kurt Cousins is actually kind of, I want to say, I don't want to say the most efficient, but like the healthiest. As to where I feel like Kirk Cousins would, I know for a fact, Justin Jefferson is going to get this amount of targets, no matter what, because Cousins doesn't really get hurt that much. That being yeah. said, if Stafford's elbow turns out to be fine, then it could be Cooper Cup at one. I will say, if anything does happen to Stafford's elbow, I'd probably bump Cooper Cup down as well. Couple spot, I'd probably bump him down to number three. I just think he's that good to where you still have to, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. I mean, he still had a 31% target share last year. Sean McVay is going to get him the ball. Yeah. We know Sean McVay is a damn good coach. I mean, when was the last time we saw a coach like him? And also, I get what you're saying about Justin Jefferson, though. Yeah. Because Kevin O'Connell, the Vikings' new head coach, came from McVay's system. And, you know, obviously you see what McVay has done with, for the Rams. So, look, look, I'm all in on Justin Jefferson, too. He's, he's number two for me. 108 catches for 1,616 yards and 10 touchdowns last year. He's been a beast every year he's been in the league so far. He had 167 targets. He was top 20 in 13 of 17 games last year. So you basically had a sure thing in Justin Jefferson. Yeah. 
I mean, he's almost like the new generation's almost, I guess, Julio Jones, sort of like just a lock to go in the first round every year and going to be a target monster. And he's got big playability, too. I actually agree with everything you're saying about that. But the way I view Cooper Cup is he's his production is about to be the next Antonio Brown. And I'm talking I can agree with that. A run of one, two, one, two, like. Surefire luck. And the thing about Matt Stafford, I will say this throughout his career, we have seen he is tough as fuck. And True. he he will play through injuries. And we've seen videos in training camp of him connecting with Cooper Cup. They yeah. look perfectly fine. I don't think it's going to be really a problem. It's probably going to be a t- pain tolerance thing. And Matt Stafford, we have known. I mean, if you guys remember, like, when he first came into the league and he threw a touchdown. touchdown to Calvin Johnson a, with a separated shoulder. Yeah. Separated shoulder, <laughs> so, yeah. That was, like, my first introduction to, like, football in general. So, like, that's always been burned, like, been burned into my mind. But I think – I don't think you can really go wrong between either Justin Jefferson or Cooper Cup because – I agree with that. They're, they're, they're going to get their targets. They're going to be in pass, high-passing offenses. And if, if you took Justin Jefferson ahead of Cooper Cup, I can't be too angry because he's probably right there. Right. He could end up having a better season than Cooper Cup, but I, I I will take my chances with Cooper Cup over Justin Jefferson if they're both there. If I'm picking that. anywhere in the top five, I'm considering either one of them, no question. There's no doubt in my mind. If you, and if you draft either one, you're getting a home run hitter. So, yeah. so we all have Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson one and two, I'm going to assume. Yes. So yes. number three and four for me, I have number three, Stefan Diggs. Okay. Okay. I have and him at num- four. And then number four, Jamar Chase. And I have okay. minor flip-flop with what you just said. And who's your third? Because you said My, I'm going to be So angry. this is boring injury. Boring injury. The reason why I said it's a question mark before we started recording is because if we're being honest here, it's Mike Thomas. Oh, you're fucking crazy. I'm not crazy at all. If he's not hurt, every year he's played, ever since Brandon Cook's left, he's always finished top three in fantasy stats and in wide receiver stats. But but we haven't seen that in That's what I'm saying. two it's a seasons now. Three se- How long has it been since season we've seen Mike Thomas? Season and a half. So you, but do you actually have him at number three? Yeah. If he's healthy, absolutely. Mike Thomas? The dude who held the reception record in a single <clears throat> season? I understand, but it's been two years now and Drew Brees is gone. I am perplexed. Uh, I, I knew I mean, you were going to be perplexed because you hate Mike Thomas. I don't hate, sorry, I don't hate him. It's just, like, what is his situation that you believe that he'll finish number one? Or number, or number three? The fact you that would have Jameis ahead. Winston has nobody else to throw it to. I okay. disagree with that, actually. And who else does he have to throw it I mean, to? I mean, they just drafted a receiver in the first round. Oh, I'm sure he's going to be stellar. But I'm just saying yes. that they just... Chris is very... Even, very, very special. So then you no, wouldn't think that that's going to open up Mike Thomas more than But I'm just saying, no matter what you think about well, Chris Olave, they still spent first-round draft capital on a wide receiver. Plus, I mean, look, Jameis Winston can support fantasy players. Also, I'll, I'll say this. I, what I, kind I, I agree of passing offense do you think the Saints are going to be? You don't have to be that great of a passing offense to feed somebody the ball. No, but you got to, in terms of, so you look at Stephon Diggs' uh, target share in terms of how many times they're going to be passing the ball with Josh Allen. Like, do you think... With Dennis Allen, Dennis Allen, a defensive coordinator, who's now the head coach for the Saints, do you think they're going to be a high-passing offense and they're not going to jam the ball down people's throats? I would, say it's, I would say I think it's going to be more balanced because the whole thing with Kamara is still up in the air. I don't think he's going to get suspended this year because it's taking too long for them to make up their minds. 
We don't know yet. We we, we probably won't know until October, to be honest, what's going to happen with Alvin Kamara. I mean, you just, like, took a bag of puppies and threw them in a river with that. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. When you said, like, your number three was going to be surprising, I was like, all right. I thought maybe you were going to say Devontae Adams. Yeah, because maybe he's got Devontae Adams up there. Him. Maybe he's even fuck got him. Mike Evans up there. You know, maybe I, I was thinking fuck those two. You know, maybe. Nope. One. But Mike Thomas. Everybody. All right, let's 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 stop clowning Tim for a minute. Let's let's talk about Jamar Chase and Stephon Diggs here. So, Brian, why do you have Stephon Diggs at three? Just because he's tied to one of the best, probably the best fantasy quarterback in the entire league. He's going to be a top quarterback in the league. It's going to be a top scoring offense in the league. He's the number one target. They are a high volume passing offense. He's already done. He he's, he did it two years ago. He was the number one or two receiver. And then last year, the touchdowns just didn't go his way because there were some miscues on offense between him and Josh Allen or penalties getting it taken back. I just still had 10 of them. He's still, yeah, yeah. sure. Still had 10 touchdowns. And he could have more this year. Yep. I just think I'm in on this offense. I'm in on these players. And I don't think you could go wrong taking Stephon Diggs after the first two, Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson. Now, I will say, too, Stephon Diggs had 164 targets last year compared to Chase's 128 as well. So, and also, Diggs, you're right, he's on the best offense in the league. Now, look, I believe the Bengals could potentially also be the best offense in the league this year. That would not surprise me at all. And it's also interesting how you said a lot of the miscues on offense. You know, Diggs still did have the most end zone targets in the league. So, those are the same. So like the touchdowns are good. Like I think he's a shoe in for 10 touchdowns again. And I even think, I, I mean, look, 14, 15 wouldn't surprise me this year. I wouldn't be shocked yeah. if Diggs has a huge, I'm all in on him. 100%. He's the number four. For, I just think Jamar chase is too good. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm with Jamar chase though for me. And you'll, I'll explain. You'll see later in my list. T Higgins is also there. And I think they're very similar players. And they get very similar targets. Well, you also got to think, too, about... I don't want to say he's going to be great, but if you're going off of that, you also got to think Gabe Davis is now next to Diggs. And after Gabe Davis' four touchdowns... levels above. No, I know. T. Higgins is better than Gabe Davis. What I'm saying is if you're going to go off of that route, you kind of got to do the same thing for... Yeah. Diggs, I feel like, because well, they that, do have Dawson Knox. Bill's coaching staff does love Gabe Davis, That is too. recency Gabe bias, Davis, though, because we, we all saw the playoff game, four touchdowns, the OGR is great. But can he do that over a 17-game span? That's I don't, what we don't know. Yeah, so, like, as Gabe Davis's ADP is rising, I am falling more off him because I just don't... Because ju- you do take into consideration... Diggs is the number one target. Josh Allen does take off on his own. Yeah. How many targets is Gabe Davis realistically going to get? And Dawson Knox is there, too. They Dawson started Knox using him there. a lot yeah, more Diggs, last year. Diggs is a 120-target lock. And James yeah. Cook 100%. is also a receiving back. So. Yeah, but I do think James Cook will have some fantasy value, but it won't be. I don't think it's going to be what people think. Devin Singletary, Singletary. Shut the fuck. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I will rip your shirt off. So, so, so my reasoning for Jamar, I just think that Jamar Chase, and I think there's a world where Jamar Chase finishes as the wide receiver one this no, year. absolutely. And I think yeah. it's because when you look at Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup set, look, Cooper Cup is awesome. 
He is not going to have 1,947 yards again. No. But but look, even if he has 16, 1,700 still, that's ridiculous. But I think Jamar Chase, he had 81 catches, 1,455 yards, 13 touchdowns. He was a fucking rookie last season. Yeah. And I just think he has the most room to improve. Like, I could see 1,700 yards and 15 touchdowns this year. And Justin Jefferson as well, 1,600 yards already last year. So... At this point, you're kind of banking on him having 17, 1800, which is possible. It's very possible, but I, I don't think he he makes that kind of a jump forward in yardage. I do think he's gonna. I think it's gonna be like what Justin Jefferson did in his second season. Just just a steady, consistent player. I think the receptions are gonna come off too. He did only have 81 last season. Yards may come back a little bit, but I think it's it's all gonna even out. He's probably gonna be around the top three to four receivers. I, yeah. I just can't get behind him as like the number one or two, just because I I think T Higgins is there. Um, Joe Mixon's going to get his targets and how, how, how fast pace of an offense is this going to be? This was like one of the slowest offenses last year in terms of pace of play. So how just, just distributing the targets between all these weapons here, like how, and Tyler Boyd is still there also. So, yeah, he's is Jamar Chase very really going to get fourteen targets a game, or is it going to be more like eight to nine? Which it's to me that doesn't result in wide receiver one or two. Yeah, the, I will. He the, has the potential though. Don't I will agree I that him. the players alongside Jamar Chase are better than because look, let's face it, T. Higgins is better than Adam Thielen at this point. He's better than Allen Robinson at this point. You know, Dalvin yeah. Cook is. Dalvin Cook is obviously better than Joe Mixon, but I'm just saying that he does have probably the most, the best total, you know, offense around him. I will say to where guys can eat into his share. Um, so um, number five, I actually have Devontae Adams at number five. Um, I, I'd like to hear who you guys have too. Um, and just a just a quick note about the top four that we went over. Draft these guys in the first round. Oh, you won't without go a wrong. doubt. Yeah. And even Stefan Diggs, if if you're in like a 12, 14 man league and you're picking like nine through, if you're picking at the back end, I would, Shit, I, I would take Stefan Diggs and be very happy about it. Even if him. it's a 10 team league, I would consider him at the back of the first. Yep. Seriously. He's then, absolutely. You, you can get him and guys. then maybe get DeAndre Swift or even Leonard Fournette I like this year, you know? So it's like you get guys like that. I mean, right. you're so, off to a good start in your draft. You said you had Devontae Adams at number five. I do. I have him at number five. I have Mike Evans at number five and Devontae Adams at number six. So where do I have Mike Evans? I have Adams at seven. Okay. I well, have Mike Evans at number seven. So basically, we all, we all know who Devontae Adams is. We all know he's a fucking specimen. We all know he's a beast. We know he's a fucking target monster. He's big play after big play. He destroyed me in the championship two years. I'm still not over that. <laughs> he... Uh, but By the man to my right. What it comes down to with Devontae Adams, and we all know this. Derek everybody, Carr. everybody listening all knows this. Chris knows this, and he doesn't even watch football. It's Derek Carr. Okay. We don't know. Look, he's not that bad. Uh, it's but can Derek can Derek Carr support Devontae Adams like Aaron Rodgers? Like you were drafting Devontae Adams like he still has Aaron Rodgers as his That's quarterback. That's what I'm saying. And like, look, even if Adams last season, 123 catches. 1,553 yards, 11 touchdowns. That's not happening with Derek Carr. I'm sorry. Not when they have another 100 receiver. no way. They had another 100 reception receiver on that team too now. Hunter Renfro kind of broke out last season. Um, you know, He's not doing that again. Probably not, but still, he'll still be there to get some targets. Darren Waller, 
We've argued about Darren Waller. He I has would to improve. Fight about Darren Waller. He has to, but but right, he has to improve though this season. Like the last season was very disappointing. Even when he played, did you forget the two before that? But like, but, but I'm just saying. Like, but I'm saying that he has to get more. Like, he's going to get more targets this year, which is also going to eat in the Adams. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, it wasn't all Waller's fault. Derek no, Carr no, had no, wide open that. decided to throw it into the second stand. But I think Derek Look, Carr is fine. A, he's, is a above average quarterback, but he's, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's like Burger King. Like sometimes. <laughs> It's all right. Like you're gonna, you're not gonna <laughs> want to go there every day. But every once in a while, it's fine. I just He's don't. Fine. I just don't see Adams having a 28 percent target share again. He had like 170 no, targets that's happening. last it's year. I I still have him at five because the talent. Like like yeah, I said, we all know who Devontae Adams is. That's why I have him at six. You know, like you know, we all know what he can do. It's just gonna come down to the offense, how it's gonna look. You know how much it's not going to be like Aaron Rodgers. That's for sure. No that's way. Why, if he was still in Green Bay, I would have him ahead of Stephon Diggs and Jamar Chase. So Brian, possibly Justin Jefferson. Okay. So Brian, you seem to be very high on Mike Evans. I have him at seven. Um, I want to hear why you have him at number five. So obviously linked to Tom Brady, duh, and Chris Godwin. I don't care about the reports. He is less than a calendar year removed. From his ACL injury. So, as an athlete, I mean, none of us are athletes, but I know that with athletes, that it takes them a very long time to get the confidence back, to cut, to jump, to do all the things that they were doing on the field before. It's a whole mental aspect. Like, you could be there physically 100%, but it's like with Cortland Sutton last year, there's just a mental fog. Carson Wentz, mental fog. By you're worried about your injury. That's all you're thinking about instead of worrying about playing ball. So Mike Evans, he's going to have a, a load of targets going his way. I think he's one of these guys that you can take in the third or fourth round, and he's going to get your team off to a hot fucking start. Like, like piping hot lasagna fucking. He's going to get, he's probably going to start off this, the first six weeks, I guarantee. He's probably going to have like eight touchdowns. That wouldn't surprise yeah, me. One shock me he's a touchdown no, machine. Playing. Even if he is playing, he's not going to be the same player that he's been. We all know, and Mike Evans is kind of like Devontae Adams in that way, too. We're like, we know who Mike Evans is at this point. He's been point. the same guy. It's just, you're kind of getting a surefire thing. You're going to have some down weeks with him. Thousand yards, obviously. 10 touchdowns, 80 to 90 catches, and he's going to be fine. But he does have blow up potential, I think, I in the first half of the season, and he's going to be really blowing up. Also, no Rob Gronkowski anymore. He finally fucking retired for about the fucking time. time. <laughs> um, so, so Tim, um, where, where did you say you had Mike Evans at? So I have Mike Evans at five. Okay, so you had him uh, at five too. Okay. Yes, I had Adams at I had Devontae Adams at seven. Okay, who's that at six? At six, I have Keenan Allen. Okay. Ah, okay. See, so I have Keenan Allen at twelve. So I, I this I have is him interesting. At nine. Okay, I mean, so this sense. is a good deviation here. Yeah. Okay, so why do you have him so high up? I have him so high mainly because he's another one where, as you guys know, for the first few years of our fantasy league, everybody was taking him. He just kept dying every single season. But now it kind of seems like he still gets those little tweaks and injuries. But I mean, last year he had over 100 receptions. He's been healthy for the most. He had over for- 1,100 yards. His issue was the touchdowns because Mike Williams decided to steal all of them. So. So it's funny what you He's said about... He's never been a touchdown guy. It, it's, funny, it's funny what you said about the 100 catches, though. Keenan Allen has had 100 catches five years in a row. That's what I'm saying. Like, now, he's very consistent. He's been a top 15 receiver for five straight seasons. I'm yeah, not, so. I'm not out here saying, you know, take him above the guys like we said, like, 
bigs and all them. Like, no. no. But if he's there in, like, third round, third that's round, a home run, in my him. opinion, in the third round. Also with Mike Evans, please don't do what our one friend did and take Mike Evans in the first round oh, yeah, one year. Don't do that. We did Not talk smart. about that in the first episode. Had Joe uh, decided to take Mike Evans in the first round. Say what you will. He was playing me in the semis. I will say Joe did make the playoffs. No, no. Still, he's a so. great drafter. I just... It's scary to think what he would have did if he somehow got Mike Evans I think later. it only jumbled that way because he had the back-to-back, so he just put it up there. Well, it's also a 14-man league. Yeah. Where? That boy, who fucking cares? I mean. Seriously, like, the 14-team league, you just got to fucking throw shit and just hope it's it. Just, it's like ice picks like, in your fucking nutsack. It, it's, the 14-team <laughs> league is a fucking nightmare, dude. It, 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 it really is. You're just a dart in the dark and hoping yeah. it hits. So I, have, you're doing. so I have Keenan Allen at nine because... I mean, he's. I think he's going to finish in the top ten, but I don't think he's going to be close to the top five because right. it's kind of how it averages out. He's always been around that eight, nine, ten guy to somewhere eleven and twelve, maybe. I have him at nine. He's obviously tied to Justin Herbert, one of the best offenses in the league, handsome player, you know, <laughs> up and coming quarterback. He he's just got a looks good when just he's in your good. lineup. Looks good in that powder blue. Just one of those players. Number. I. I mean, Keenan Allen is the number one target. Mike Williams is probably the, more of the deep threat. They're two different players. Two different players. Keenan Allen's moving the chains. And this is an offense that we talked about on the episode before where Brandon Staley likes to go for it on fourth down. So I like the chances of that offense staying on the field and continuing to get Keenan Allen the ball. So, But I have him at nine, and ahead of him, I have CeeDee Lamb and Michael Pittman. Okay, so I have CeeDee Lamb at six. Uh, I have Michael Pittman at nine. I have Michael Pittman at eight. Um, I have him at eight, too. So, other than the fucking Mike Thomas, like, I don't know, your brain probably, like, just, like I would, just fucking. It's, like, it's, it's a feeling, dude. Let me put Mike it's Thomas just, here. It's just one of those, it's just one of those, My it's God. one of those feelings to where when oh, he's the in fuck. the league and he's healthy, he is dominant. True, he but just we dominate. just. dominates. All right, so, um, C.D. Lamb, I have him pretty high up, um. I've been a big fan of CeeDee Lamb since he's come in the league. I just think that last year was kind of just like a prelude to what he can do. I was really in on him last year, and I fucking jumped the gun a little bit because Amari Cooper was still there. Cedric Wilson is one of the most annoying other receivers that's ever been in fan. Like, I, there were so he's many. He's not on the Cowboys, is he? He's gone. So he's gone now. That, them being gone, that frees up. Um, Michael Gallup's still out with his ACL he's injury. He's still out. Yep. And, those two, Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson, being gone, free up 104 and 61 targets, respectively. So, C.D. Lamb already had 120 targets last year with them there. So, with them gone, I can easily see that going up to 150, 160, and then he goes into the Justin Jefferson. We're talking about C.D. Lamb in the first round next year. So, I think he has that potential, but I don't think the kind of offense that this is and the quarterback that he has, I don't think it's going to jump up to... 150, 160 targets. I think it's right. going to be more like 135, 140, maybe 145 at the most. Because this Dalton Schultz is still there. Um, Jalen Tolbert, there's been a lot of buzz around him in camp. He's looking to be the number two. Michael Gallup does come back at some point. I don't think he's going to be the same player right off the rip, but he's going to be, he's going to get something when he comes back. Anyway. Dak likes to spread the ball around. That's his, it's the kind of the pace of play that he does. He's not like a quarterback that hyper-targets one guy. So that's true. That's why I don't really see like 150, 160 targets, which is a big fucking difference. It's a huge jump. Uh, to be honest, even if he ended up with 140, you know, because 
last year, 79 receptions, 1,102 yards for six touchdowns, you know. The touchdowns, just with Amari Cooper being gone, I really think that those touchdowns have to go up, even to like the nine range. And if he ends with like 90 to 100 receptions, he's easily finishing as a top 10, fringe top five receiver. So, I mean, you're drafting out in the second round. I think you're getting good value with him. And I think you have blow up potential as well. I think he has it. Um, I mean, if we're being real, I would love to have all these guys. This True. is really splitting hairs yeah. at this point. But if we're splitting hairs... I, I think CeeDee Lamb is a great pick if you were to go running back in the first round. I agree. Like oh, one yeah. of the top guys, and he falls to the back end of the second round. I think he's a great addition to that kind of structure. Um, But, yeah, I don't think you could go wrong with picking him. I just don't think he's going to be in the threshold of Cooper Cup or no, sure. Justin and Jefferson. That Simone can be Diggs. considered a little bit of a bold prediction. Um, But I also – so I have Michael Pittman at nine, and you guys seem to also – be high um, on Michael Pittman. I have him at eight. Yep, I have him at eight too. And, and I have Lamb at nine. I, I think your reasoning is probably the same with mine. Yeah. And that's throughout the addition of Matt Ryan through yep. throughout every year of his career, whatever number one target he's had, Roddy White, Julio Jones, even Calvin Ridley, uh, they get peppered. Pepper, dude. Salt and fucking pepper were targets. Like, like, Matt Ryan is just, like, in the kitchen, and and his receivers are his fucking filet mignon. He is just cooking up some heat. He's going to give Michael Pittman probably 160. I can see him getting 160 targets. I, I could see that because he already did have 129 last year with fucking Carson Wentz. And, you know, we all know how we feel about Carson Wentz here. You know, so. And, I still have his jersey. And look, Michael Pittman had 1,000 yards last season on a Colts pass that was not good at throwing the ball. We know it was all JT last year. If JT didn't snap pretty much last year, we were seeing a way worse team. If the Colts were one, what, one game out of the playoffs, probably because of Jonathan Taylor. You know, if he didn't blow up last year, they were probably winning six, seven games with Carson Wentz. Not even. So yeah. now with the addition, like you said, with the addition of Matt Ryan, you know, Michael Pittman already had 88 targets, or um, I'm sorry, 88 receptions, you know, 1,000 yards last year. How many targets did he have last year? 129 with Carson Wentz. So I can easily see what you said happening, and even a jump, and even if it jumps maybe, up to 150, 160. Maybe not 160, probably 150. That's more— Even that, yeah. I think that's more of a likely outcome for Michael Pittman. I just like him as a player. I mean, you go on Twitter, and you, and you look at reception perception, and— He's in the 90th percentile in, in man and versus zone and versus press. He gets open a lot. He gets open. So I believe with the upgrade at quarterback, Matt Ryan is an upgrade over Carson Wentz at Easily, this point. yeah. Back I don't think anybody's down that shit <laughs> without a doubt. But, uh, yeah, I, I love, I'm all in on Michael Pittman. as like my wide receiver, too. Same. I'm like, definitely all in. If I go and get Cooper Cup, take a running back in the second round, I'm, I end up with Michael Pittman as my third or my second receiver. I think you're off to a hot start at that point. Hot load to come. Do you guys know the last time that Matt Ryan had a receiver who was under 1,000 yards? Never? Yeah. It was like two times when he oh, first came into the league. Look at you. Yeah. That's insane. And what is Matt Ryan now in his... When did he come in the league? It's because it's like he said, he just... You could be in triple coverage and he just goes, oh, I guess he's open and just throws it. So... Yeah. Now, look, he does have... He's played with talented receivers, but... Still, like like we've established, but he fucking peppers it. He will stare at his number one receiver and pepper it. Falcons' offense was always great picks. for fantasy. He, he fucking it was always great to have a player in the Falcons. 
Michael Pittman also ran routes on 97, 96% of dropbacks. That was only that was second only to Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase. Two guys we talked about being, you know, the cream of the fucking crop, best players in the league. I could see Michael Pittman also being a guy jumping off to where you're taking him at like the two, like the one-two turn next year, to yep. where he's such a beast where, you know, next year we're talking about him in a way higher well, level. Depends on if they who their next quarterback is. Oh, that's like true. Eighth one and in eight seasons. We'll see how Matt Ryan works out there. Um, wh- where do you guys have Debo Samuel at? Right at ten. Okay, I, I have the same next. I um, I have him at eight. Um, I would maybe move him below Michael Pittman if I were to write this list again. Um, but you know, we can't still can't really deny what Debo did last year. You know, fourteen hundred yards, six touchdowns, eight touchdowns on the ground as well. You know, but also that can kind of be a double-edged sword because at the same time, 30% of his points came from rushing. And I don't think Debo Samuel wants to be a running back. Now, see, a thing came out about that where he's fine being a quote-unquote wide back, like a running back, like a wide receiver that does running back uh, plays. But he got his money now, so he's going to do whatever is best for him, to be honest. Is required, or what they ask of him. Because that was the thing. He wasn't going to continue to do this role unless he got that money. Well, sure, now he's, he's one of the insurance. top paid receivers in the game. They're going to continue to do this. My main reason for if Jimmy Garoppolo is still here, I'd probably have him at, I'd probably have him right there, right where Devontae Adams is, probably around six. But True. he's down at 10 because I don't know what kind of passer Trey Lance is going to be. Yeah, we don't know I really know don't yet. know. And it's it's hard to gauge that. Because I think they're going to be one of the top rushing teams, so Debo will get that kind of right. work, and I think he's going to be obviously the top target. I think he's going to out-target George Kittle, and is that going to be enough to shoot him into the top five again? I'm not so sure, but I do like him in the second round turn. If you were to take a running back also in the first round, I'm I'm perfectly fine with Debo as my one. Yeah, because point. it's pretty safe to say they're going to get him involved. You know, it's not like he's not going to be involved. Yeah, he's good. He is a home run hitter as well. So it's like if, you, if you play with bonuses in your league, you know, he's getting those long touchdowns. You know, he will win you some weeks. He's probably, I wouldn't be shocked if he's kind of like Mike Evans, where you're, like, you're going to get the down weeks, you know, but like you're going to get the 40 points, the 30 points we, to win you the week. Um, it's hard for a receiver to be consistent, really. The only receivers be, that are yeah. consistent are really the top upper echelon. That's yeah. Not even top three, top two. To be honest, yeah. I mean, it's hard for them to get even double digits a game. It's just how it works. And even Chase had a couple rough games last oh, yeah. year, especially down the stretch. Who do you have at 10? I actually have Devonta Smith at 10. And then I have Debo Samuel at 11. All right, so, so we got another uh, hot one so, here. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. You really? Okay, so how come? Well, I mean, when you look at Devontae Smith, what he did last year, he already almost had 1,000 yards as a rookie. That's true. And that was with Jalen Hurts throwing the ball like he was blind. So if Jalen Hurts improves a little bit, if Jalen Hurts can just improve a little bit with the addition of A.J. Brown next to him, personally, I don't think A.J. Brown is really going to be, I think he's going to be listed as the number one, but I don't think he's going to be the number one. I think he's going to be on paper, he will be listed as the number one wide receiver, but I really do see a world where Devontae Smith finishes with better stats Fantasy-wise and in regular league-wise than A.J. Brown does. I can see that. Because I doubt they're going to be double-teaming Devontae Smith. They're probably going to want a double-teaming A.J. Brown, especially since he can not only play short ball, he can play long ball, too. With Dallas Goddard, 
I have a feeling that Devontae Smith is more primed to go off this year with the additions that they made. They set him up to be the better, like, success story, basically, rather than A.J. Brown. And I, I to, be, to me, the Eagles receivers kind of compare to, like, budget Keenan Allen and Mike Williams Pretty a little much, bit because, yeah. like, they're very similar to those guys. And I could see kind of a similar thing to where, you know, Devontae is getting like a hundred targets and a reception. He's moving to change or I'm or I'm the change, excuse me. And then AJ Brown is getting the home runs and, you know, the long touchdowns. But I think Jalen Hurts' skill set does favor Smith a little more. So yeah. I can see what you're saying, all of that coming to fruition, but I, I still think 10's a little high. I have Tyree Kill at 10. I hate that. Nope. Bragging. I have him at nope. 11. Um, but I still have him at 10. But um, I just think the talent is too too good, you know. I feel at 14. So I just I, I just want to revisit the Devonta Smith one. I, the reason why I disagree with that, I'm not going to twist your nipples too hard about this because Devonta Smith is my boy, Heisman Trophy winner. Um, I just don't think the passing pie. It's like, look at the Ravens. Like, how higher is the passer passing volume going to be in Philadelphia? Well, we actually have a quarterback, and they have a running back at QB. So we do have a quarterback who runs the ball a lot, Lam- though. Not Lamar Jackson. Dude. Lamar Jackson. Lamar is- Jackson had like sixteen touchdowns and fourteen interceptions last year. Okay, like the, the two years before that, didn't he win the MVP? He's he's a better passer than Jalen Hurts right now. You like? There's just is, no argument. Lamar's. A better player than Jalen Hurts in every category. Lamar has actually thrown more than 20 touchdowns in a season. Jalen Hurts hasn't. I love Jalen, but that's the reality. Well, Jalen Hurts has played one year. We got to see what he does this year. We got to see what he does. This year's make or break. Right now, based on history, not like just you don't pull it out of your ass, fucking Jalen Hurts is not the passer Lamar Jackson is right now. That's all. Like, that's just facts. And... I just don't think that I I don't think they're going to be passing the ball enough to where I'm off AJ Brown. I like Devontae Smith. I just don't think it's just going to support two top 15 receivers. You know what I mean? I agree being off on AJ Brown, but I'll say I'm only off because of where you have to pick AJ Brown. Like in the two, three turn, I'd rather take Tyreek Hill. Like I'd rather take the chance that Tua just it comes out and he just turns out to be just throwing fucking bombs down the field every single and he's throwing like, I mean, Hey, I know you guys saw that training camp video of Tua throwing the bomb to Tyree Kill. Yeah, I, I really want to talk. Well, about the question Tyree is, Kill. how many did, like, how many plays did they run that before he actually completed the pass? I know the you're right, and it's like, look, training camp you cannot buy. You into. can't, you can't <laughs> buy in the shit, and it's like everybody looks can't. good in fucking shorts. They do. Yeah, every coach. They're all world class athletes. Everybody's the best fucking player. Like this guy's had well, the best off season ever. Well, here's the he's thing, in if great you wanna, shape. If you want to say too about the, prime for the if you want to say too about the one bomb that Tua threw to Hill, if you also look at all the other clips are showing, the ball's either behind him or too far in no, front of him. Now, so that's why I will say like, a lot of them you can't tell if it's two or not. So as we will see. What do you um, what do you want to say about Tyreek Hill? So I, I, I want to get into him too. He's going to finish around the top ten, I think. I think top fifteen. Is he's going to. I think he's going to be very, very inconsistent, and he's going to disappoint you more weeks than not. I think he's he's going to catch his long touchdowns, and he'll win you like a couple a week here or there, and you're going to be happy that you had him because it's going to look pretty like with. When he's got 30 points in your lineup for once, yep. finally. But I think overall, he's going to disappoint you. I think 12 targets from Tua is a lot different than 10, 12 targets from Pat Mahomes. True, because I mean, Mahomes' targets are, 
you know, some of those targets are 30. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. Right, like 30, 40-yard passes, you know, arguably. And two of accurate. I don't even know what the fuck he is right now. And Jalen Waddell and, and Tyreek Hill are going a little too high for my liking. I agree. To where yeah, I would take I shots on them later, but not too early. And I just don't see Tua supporting two guys to be top 15. That's the thing. You got to look at the, the, the whole pie. Yeah. Who's getting what size slice? Who's getting distributed what? That's that's the things that I look at, and I just don't see that in Miami. I don't know what kind of running team they're going to be. They added fifteen thousand fucking running backs. Yeah, yeah I have season. no idea. What they the don't fuck know who they're going to fucking play. <laughs> like they're going to they're going to roll out me there. Sometime. That backfield like, is a natural disaster, dude. That's a stay. That's a. It's. I yeah. like Chase, Chase Edmonds. Though. Chase I like Edmonds him as a flyer, as a dart throw, as but, a dart throw. Like he, wait. but Tyree I got to be drunk to take him though. Tyree Kill, he had 159 targets last year, 111 receptions. Let's just face it, you guys. That's not fucking happening with the Dolphins. <laughs> no, let's not, just be not. honest. This is not going to happen. Now, look, he still finished as, as, as the wide receiver six last year. Again, this is what fucking Patrick Mahomes, he's throwing passes behind his back with the opposite hand. Tua, you know, we haven't even seen him. Has he even played a full season yet? Yeah, well, Tua? can Mike McDaniel's actually coach? We don't that, even know that that, yet. that too. He didn't even mention that. Like yet. he's really cool and ch- he looks like he smokes a lot of weed in in his interviews. But like, can he actually coach? We don't even know yet. We'll, we'll have no idea. And look, it could this could go really wrong. It could. I like, can see it, them like, going like I yeah, can three I'm not, wins. I'm not going like, near. But I can see Tyreek Hill having the worst year. Like I can yep. see this going very very. Wrong. I would take Waddle in like the fifth or sixth round, but that's probably. I would easily take my number 11 player, Cortland Sutton, is number 11 on my list. I have him at 14. The reason why he's so... on my list. Okay, well, the re... Shocker. Uh, well, well, I mean, a couple guys had to get moved down for fucking Mike yeah, Thomas. And make fucking the way. Roll out the red fucking make way for Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas. I know I got another guy on this list, too, that is not on either of your guys' so, lists. I know it. I I'm just waiting for it. So I'm just waiting for it. Number 11, I have Cortland Sutton. Who do you guys have in number 11? I have Debo Samuel at 11. Oh, okay. Tyree Kill at number 11. No, okay, so you have Tyree Kill. I have Brandon Cooks at number 12. I have Cooks at 12, Okay, too. so... Yep. See, our, our lists are similar, but then you just got some, like, fucking, like... Well, there's another... Like, there's the another. Fuck? There's <laughs> another name that I have on my list, too, possibly. But I know you like the one guy that's on my list, so he's probably on there. But I have another name that I'm interested to see where everybody falls because I've been high on this motherfucker ever since he signed with this goddamn team in free agency. So, I, I will say I do um, agree with you guys on Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is honestly low-key, very consistent. He's in fantasy. He's reliable. That's what he is. That he, he's he, is, he is. He's a boring <laughs> player where you draft him and people boring are like, oh, like— what the fuck you drive? Like, you know, you you might get a little bit of and shit. He ends up take, as the wide receiver twelve or thirteen, right, like, and you're happy with him because he, you got him at, at a fucking over discount. Over eighty receptions. You went to the dollar store, for right? Him. You went to the dollar store and you came out with a fucking brand new. You know, you came out with something really nice. You know, and that was Brandon Cooks. He's a value in every draft. You know, you probably get him in the middle round. You know, five to six range. And he's gonna if he's like your second or third receiver, especially if you went running back heavy and he's your second receiver. I'd be very happy with that. He's very consistent. Davis Mills looked good last he year. For, for what he was given, looked very good last year. And they're going to be losing a lot. Right, they're going to be throwing yeah, the ball a lot. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Those are the best players in fantasy oh, when no, the team fucking Randall stinks. What'd you say about it? said, oh no, they lost Randall Cobb. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, they have guys who will take his place. They got Nico Collins. Nico Collins, <laughs> yeah. Who is he? Um, On my dynasty. So I have Cortland Sutton so high because I just think that 
He has all the tools to be an alpha, you know, weapon X receiver in the NFL. He's got the size. He's got the speed. He can, I think he actually is, I'm like getting a little bit of shit for it. I think he is a better player than DK Metcalf is. Well, DK's not even on my list. So I, I'm just saying, like, he's I. He's not on my list because it's Drew Locke. Yeah. And to be honest, Cortland Sutton, his stats do not look impressive. If you look at it on, on paper, 58 catches, 766 yards, two touchdowns, 98 targets. You know, it doesn't look good on paper. It looks ugly. Remember the quarterback was Drew Locke. That's what I'm saying. Teddy Bridgewater. And they were a very run-heavy offense last year. They were a fucking inept heart. Like, if you were watching a Broncos game, dude, it was like stepping on a nail. It was miserable watching the Broncos last year. They were painful to watch. Horrible off. And now you add Russell Wilson. And Ugh. Russell Wilson, look, man, his his deep ball, Broncos. dude. Let's ride. Like, bro, Broncos country? Let's but, ride. The question you're going to have is Let's ride. the good Russell Wilson, uh, no, which he did get it together at the end of the year last year. He oh. started getting Russell Wilson. He yeah. started getting it together and looking like his old self. But he did have that period from, like, week his six finger to wherever. Even before that, though, he looked like shit. The first yeah. few games, he looked, like, bad, dude. Like, he looked like he hit the regression wall bad. Look, well, I, I think he's... Change of scenery, weapons galore. Literally weapons yeah. out Healthy. the ass. Finally going to have Hot a running life. game for the first like time. Imagine the Broncos are going to have a good running game. We love Devon, Javante Williams. I I am so I, I love that guy. They are gonna they're gonna That's have a baby. nice. Imagine dude the nice play action rush drops by play action. He throws a fucking sixty yard bomb to Cortland Sutton dude. Tim Patrick. Oh wait no he has no, no he's knees. gone now. Oh, he's so, so and it's Jerry a, Judy. It's gonna. It, we're going to be hyping up Cortland Sutton. It's going to be the opposite yep. guy. But, but Russell Wilson has always supported a top 10, top 15 receiver every and, year of his career. So. And, and he's done it with two. Yeah. Two. And, and Sutton, and Sutton uh, the first seven weeks of the year last year, he averaged 14 fantasy points a game on that horrible, horrendous offense. You know, so now you give him Russell Wilson. Wilson has the sixth highest passer rating on throws or, or 20 or more yards, you know. ever So, you know, he's fucking, he's just going to, I think Cortland Sutton's going to have a really good year this year. Yeah. I have him at 14. You're, you're obviously a little higher on him. I would be happy to leave my draft with Cortland Sutton. That's basically what I made out of my list is guys that I would love to have on draft day. Yeah. Like if he's Not your so much the yeah. consensus, but like guys if, that I, you know. If Cortland Sutton is your wide receiver two, I'm ecstatic. Oh my, especially like if I'm you get. I'm as like a wide receiver three in like some mock drafts. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like that's insane. Like, and. His his ADP right now is to six eleven in twelve team full PPR. I had to Give look me that, some of that. I had to look that up on multiple sources because I thought that was bullshit. Like I was like, "There's no way this is his ADP." No, in Dude. twelve team full PPR, his ADP is fringe seventh round. In right our now. league, he's probably gonna fall to the fucking six seventh easily. Eighth, the six seventh round. I mean, like there are people who who there are people who Which like Cortland Sutton. The one of the memorial. Crazy one. We're not even going to talk about that. That's yeah. 14. That's just going to be a shit show. Yeah. He's going in the just second round. Just going with that's that's going to be a shit show. But no, like ours. The uh, that's going to be at oh, Ali's. Yeah. But uh, who do you guys have rounding out your list? So T Higgins is at thirteen. He just missed my list. He just missed mine too. I like him. Offense. They're gonna. I think they're gonna pass more. I I always liked him as a player. I liked him coming out of college. He's on my dynasty team, obviously. So I. Look at certain players in a different light. He's a little bit more sexy to me. A little bias. A little bias. But it's not biased when you look at the offense, the quarterback, the targets. He basically gets the same amount of targets as Jamar Chase. So he has just the amount of a chance just the same amount of a chance to blow up as Jamar Chase does, in my view. Right. With that quarterback, that offense, 
and just some of their opponents that they're going to be playing this year. So, and at 15, I kind of have two guys tied because I really like them both are Allen Robinson and Mike Williams. All right, good. I'm not crazy. Somebody I do like Allen Robinson, Robinson as well. Um, we've Has Allen Robinson ever had a good quarterback? I was just going to say that. We, nobody fucking acknowledges this, this offseason. Like, the best QB he best had QB he's was ever Blake had. fucking Bortles. Blake Bortles, the boat. Matt Stafford now is the best QB he's ever had. Yep. Nobody, everybody, Every year, people would make an argument for him like, oh, this is the best QB he's had. Andy Dalton, this is the best QB he's had. Blake Bortles. Like, nobody. I will say Andy Dalton is definitely a... When he was and had that short little prime, he had was definitely better than Blake Bortles. Yeah, um, but this yeah. is but yeah, Bears not, Dalton. Yeah, Dalton. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So I have I have Wait Robinson. At, I have Robinson at 13 because I'm very very high on him this year, mainly because of the fact of like you said, it's Matt Stafford. We all saw what Cooper Cup got from Matt Stafford. I think he's gonna and, take. He's gonna be a cracked out Robert Woods. And exactly. So when you look at the role that Odell filled when Odell came in, and now they have Robinson, who's go up and get it. He's not super fast, but he's athletic enough. I'm really high on him. I really think he's going to... If you can get him at the right... I'm not exactly sure what his ADP is. I'm pretty sure from what I saw from the few hey, I did, it was like five, I think six. it's like in the five range yeah, usually. Which I think from that point, I think that's a steal. But it also depends on who you have. If you already have two top-notch wide receivers, I really wouldn't go after it unless you do want to put him at that flex. But for me, if he's out there at five and I'm lacking in wide receivers, he's definitely on my radar. They are going to throw a lot to the Rams. I don't think their run game is going to be anything special. I don't think Cam Akers is going to be anything crazy. I think it's going to be the same team. Yeah. Al Robinson's getting the work, and he's going to be a fucking— he's going to sneak into there, like, into the top 10, and nobody's going to even fucking notice. Just said, do you guys think Al Robinson could potentially win you your league? Because, I mean, like, if you're drafting him around the wide receiver 15, 20 range, and he finishes in the top 10. The thing is, so that would only happen if— Cooper Cup got hurt, and True. he was the one for the entire year, and you got him at a huge discount. Yeah. Imagine that. I think I don't even want to think about. Yeah, imagine that. I think he could that. win you your league if, like, say you already have a number one wide receiver. Like, if you take on the turn, you take like CD Lamb, something like that, and then you get him on top of it. I think absolutely. I think on any team, he could easily be a wide receiver too, because I do think he's going to finish very, very high. I I can get behind that. He's another guy, Allen Robinson, who just missed my list as well. Now, like I said, I, I did only do 12 because I'm a fucking jerk off, so yeah, I only did 12. You are with your fucking little banana hat. Enough. Yeah, you know what? But I, I, I lumped him in with Mike Williams because I think just the offense, the money he got, the quarterback, pace of play. I just think Mike Williams, he's going to finish very high. He's a good flex. Like if you have a second flex, like in our league, we took out defenses because fuck them. Yeah, fuck defenses, I'm so man. sick of, like, we had, like, kickers are fine because they contribute. They're offensive players, basically. Yes. Right. They get you points. Defenses, they are there to lose fucking points. That's all they do is fucking lose all points. All they do. They are there to lose points. Every once in a while, they'll fucking pick off somebody and get you a touchdown. But for the most part, I'm sitting there watching these fucking defenses and they're losing pit points. All day long, and it's driving me fucking nuts. The I whole... lost 15 points in the span of three minutes one one time last year. So and I'm every time you open the app, you're just like, "Why the fuck did I lose points?" That's your defense. Fuck okay. that. And he just gave up a 20 yard reception. And it's like it's just the whole defense. Like you could you can't even pick like defensive players. It's just the whole defense sucking as a whole. And then they let up garbage time at the end of the fucking game. Well, they they play soft coverage and they just let well, them score and score. We it could fucking add, drives me nuts. We could add defensive players to our league, but I'd personally, I'd rather be castrated. I'd than rather do that. have no Yeah, to tell you the truth. 
But this is what. I'm, so we mm. we added a, a second flex to our league that's coming up in about. What's our draft? 20, 20 days now. Yeah. 20 days until the big draft. And, uh, yeah, no more defenses. Thank God. I'd rather have a kicker than a defense. I don't care what anybody says. There is. So would I. Defenses are, uh, they suck. I, 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 I've like, just seen too many go negative and just fuck me and just drive me nuts throughout the day. You said that you were between two guys. Allen Robinson and who? Mike Williams. So... I I just went off on a tangent, but no, anyway. you're good. Nobody said the last guy I have. I don't think. Who was that? Amon Ross St. Brown. I love him. My issue with him is I that I could I could have put him on the list. I though. have him at 15. My problem with yeah. him is that there's just too many weapons now coming. Like I never thought I'd say that about the Detroit Lions, but yeah, there's just too many weapons. Like I think DeAndre, I love DeAndre Swift this year. Like I think I he, do too. I, yeah. I, I think he's, he's really going to be a, a target monster. You know, so I can see him being in, like, the Austin Eckler territory as long as he stays healthy. And then they, um, they obviously have Hawkinson, who we know in the, in the upper echelon tight ends in the league. They just drafted Jameson Williams. You know, you have— you have Jared Goff. And it's like Jared Goff is—he's not the worst. You know, I, I think he's— He's, he's just— I think he's, like, so— He's white bread. That's all yeah, he is. Yeah, he's boring. He's plain boring. No mayo. Oh. No fucking cheese. Nothing. You'll watch him sometimes, and you'll know, be like, what the fuck? And then you know, yeah, and then you're like, oh, he just won a game with two seconds left. Yeah, okay. But I mean, I still like him. I still like to say you can't can't really deny how he went off at the end of the year last year. But I definitely yeah bump him down just because of that. But yeah, I I think he's a nice bench player. I will say that I think especially I think he's a nice player to have in dynasty. Oh, same. Another dynasty player of mine. Um. I'm noticing a trend here. Yeah, kind of. Sorry. Bias. I can't help it. It's nothing but bias. It's my babies. You call me Hammer for Mike Thomas. I mean, you are. I mean, you are. You you fucking shot up heroin before this. Not telling you. So, hmm. Those are my fucking lists. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. This is my list. Yeah. I mean, you know, hopefully it wasn't too uh, ridiculous. I didn't think Any so. of our lists. I don't think any of them were. I, mean, I don't think we had any out of the ordinary predictions couple, today at couple all. Couple haymakers. Yeah, I think these were we'll all, work on that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll work on that, buddy. Uh, it's all funny were... games until we finish this with a hundred percent. Yeah, I can't wait until that. That's if, like your one of your wild takes. That's the one that. Finally if Michael Thomas do actually finishes the year with over a hundred catches, do I don't even. I will fucking. I'll get him tattooed. Yeah, I will ass. get number thirteen tattooed on my back if he finishes with a hundred catches. We have that on tape. I'm holding you to that. I'm holding you to that. Well, boys, I guess we should wrap it up then, huh? Yeah, I think think this is all we got for you today. It's a wonderful day today. Uh, Fantasy season is starting to heat up. One month away from the season. Can't wait to get our lives. Thank you, everyone, who's listening right now. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace out. Peace.